They said it couldn't be done, but we're back again. In the middle of the coldest, wintry mix type day that I can remember since about, oh, what, two weeks ago? Uh, <laughs> we're, we're here with the Senior Old Boys podcast. That's right, the SOBs are back. And as, uh, as, as we sometimes do, we are welcoming back, welcoming back our J-O-B, our junior old boy, Bobby Corolla, uh, who kind of keeps the whole ship floating uh, at times of peril, uh, and also the great one and only Dwayne Price. I'm Eddie Sefko. Dwayne, how you doing? Sefko, I'm doing great, man. I'm getting ready to move to Alaska because it's warmer in Alaska than it is in Dallas. I hate cold weather. Bobby, do you know anybody from... Chicago or Denver or you know Minneapolis or somewhere up there. Uh, I do know someone that is from Alaska, actually. Well, could you call? Uh, I'm we have. I'm just like you guys. I might be a junior old boy, but I'm very well connected. I know people from all over the place. <laughs> well, call them and tell them to come pick up their weather. It's in my backyard. It's messing. Oh me. wow. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for having me. I'm, I'm I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to prove the haters wrong for another day. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll give you plenty of hate on this thing. Don't worry. Oh, wow. Um, it, you know, there's plenty to talk about. We're heading into the final 23 games of the season for the Mavericks. It's it's a it's a fun time of the year. The dog days are are, are over. We're past the All-Star break, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, Dwayne, you know, when you look at this now, they start right off tomorrow or, or, or on Friday with the uh, – with the uh, Utah Jazz, a start of a three-game trip, and then uh, all sorts of interesting games coming up in the next uh, six weeks before the end of the season. Uh, wh- when you look at this, what what do you think uh, think is the most important things the Mavericks have to get accomplished, other than winning enough games to maybe get past Utah in the standings? Yeah, well, they definitely need to do that, and they definitely also need to uh, even up the series against Utah before the season is over with at two-two. Obviously, the Jazz won the first game in this series uh, earlier this season back in Utah. So two of the next three will be in Dallas. So the Mavs got to win at least two of those games. They also need to split two of these games against uh, the Golden State Warriors. They already won and won against the Warriors this season. So they've shown that they can play with the big boys. So if they can win two out of of these three against the Jazz and split this series against the Warriors, I think they'll be in good shape. They're coming out of the break with wins in six of their last seven games. And Luka Doncic, and we'll get to that later, he's just been, like, on another planet. I mean, this guy's probably – I mean, you got to put him – I know we're going to talk about it later. You got to put him in the MVP conversation. You just have to. I mean, yeah, he got out to a slow start and all that. And I understand that the Mavericks went seven games in the first round of the playoff. Then he started playing for Slovenia in the Olympics and all that. He had a long offseason. But I, I think he's gotten it back together now. He missed 15 games, some with injuries, uh, went into the COVID uh, protocol. But I think this team is, you know, 11 games over 500 for the first time this season. I think they're in good shape, but they got to win at least two out of these three against Utah. Bobby, are you uh, are are you um, a big fan here of of the uh, Utah Jazz? Uh, in terms of uh, relative to maybe being a first-round playoff series uh, opponent for the Mavericks, we 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 know it's going to be one of those types of teams. I mean, there's only so many it can be. Is there a is there a, a matchup that you like, or or maybe a kryptonite that you don't like uh, for a Mavericks first-round matchup? 
Oh man, putting me uh, putting me on the spot to generate some bulletin board material here right off the bat. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It kind of depends, right? Because like a week ago, we all would have said, "Man, I would do whatever it takes to avoid playing Phoenix." And then all of a sudden, now Chris Paul's out for the rest of the regular season and maybe even longer. Um, so I mean, injuries could shake things up too. But I think with the way things are right now, you know, Utah. I, I would understand if some fans are licking their chops looking at Utah because they have been losing a lot of games lately. Now they turned it around a little bit right before the break, but then they kind of gave that game away in LA and, you know, personnel wise, I'm not sure how well they match up with the Mavs. I mean, I don't think there's anybody probably in the entire West that can slow down Luca, but the jazz have basically one guy, Royce O'Neal that you would ever even feel comfortable with putting on Luca and Lucas has given him quite a few points throughout his career. So, um, you know, that first and foremost, would be probably a, a welcome sight after two seasons in a row of playing the Clippers that are just full of wings, you know, Kawhi, Paul George, chief among them, that can match up with Luka, kind of get under skin and slow him down. The Jazz don't really have many guys that can do that, or really maybe anyone that can do that. But, you know, they also have Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert around the rim. And so it, it could be one of those series where, like, they don't have anyone to stop Luka, but – do the Mavs have enough defensive firepower? What's like the opposite of offensive firepower? Defensive firepower? <laughs> no, to slow them down? Uh, because they can defensive be... Defensive grit. Defensive grit, yeah, okay, okay. Defensive grit, defensive toughness, a can-do attitude to slow all those guys down because, you know, just like Luka can beat a team in so many ways, the Jazz can attack you from so many different angles too. And so uh, I feel like it would be a really interesting series, but... Um, I would love if they played the Jazz. I'd love if they played the Grizzlies. I'd be interested to hear your guys' thoughts on this. The Nuggets have, if if I'm not mistaken, the Nuggets have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way. And they're only, I think, three games behind Utah. I don't know what the tiebreaker situation is like for them. But, like, there's a very real possibility that it could be the Mavs and the Nuggets in the first round in the 4-5. Um, and the Nuggets are a team that I have no interest in facing because Nikola Jokic is like that dude. And Aaron Gordon is a problem on Luca, so uh, I'd be curious to hear you guys' thoughts on that. I wouldn't mind playing the Nuggets, and I saw that they are three games behind Utah right now. You know, we don't have to worry about uh, Jamal Murray. I mean, I mean, we we put him up there with Jokic. I mean, that's a devastating one-two punch. I'd rather play Denver than than, than Utah because Rudy Gobert in the middle, man, you can't hardly get anything once you go inside the paint against the Jazz with him in there. But I think you can do it with Utah. I mean, I mean with uh, Denver. Uh, I think they have a better chance of beating Denver in the playoffs than beating Utah. Well, guys, I'm going to be totally honest with you right here. I really don't care. Just please, for the love of Adam Silver, please let it be anybody but the Clippers. I'm so tired of the Clippers. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. I mean, seeing them two years in a row is cruel and unusual in, in some states. So, uh, you know, I, 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 I say that, and I, I'll be honest with you, I uh, I'm, I'm think I, given the way the Mavericks have played, if they can continue to to grow a little bit more, uh, get these two new guys find their roles exactly what they're going to be, especially especially Dinwiddie. I I think he's the guy who has to step up and be a a bigger part, even though he's coming off the the major injury. Uh, Bertans is going to shoot the ball. We know that. So, I mean, I just want to see this team playing well. Uh, in mid-March, late March, early April, 
and and then you know let the chips fall. I mean, I'm not a fan at all of trying to you know angle for one team or another. Do the best you can, win as many games as you can, try to get the home court. That's that's I, I'm I'm with you on that. But uh, I don't think any of these teams would just scare the heck out of out of the Mavericks. Uh, and that said, I'm not sure that they can get past either Phoenix or Golden State in the second round. So, uh, but the first round it ha- has some great, great possibilities. Just as long as it's not the bleeping Clippers, it won't be the Clippers. Trust me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> would you guys rather? Would you guys rather play the Clippers in the first round and have the Mavs win, or play any other team and the Mavs lose? I just rather let them get out of the first round of the playoffs because they hadn't been out, you know, since 2011. So doesn't matter to me who they play, and I, I, I agree. To you. If they get out of the first round, anything could happen. I mean, yeah, I'm not taking anything away from what the Phoenix Suns were able to do last year. Well, I would have loved to have faced Denver without Jamal Murray and the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. Mavericks do that; they in the finals last year. Think about it. Well, yeah, but the the little problem there is you got to get past whoever first. Right. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's this team is different. Uh, I mean, the, the 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 style is different. Obviously, Jason Kidd has come in and made a, a ton of changes in terms of the uh, what's important for him and the coaching staff. Uh, they still have a pretty good offensive team, although not nearly as efficient as they've been in the past. Uh, but they make it up on the defensive end and. I, I I just think in the playoffs that goes a long way, uh, and which is why I think they have a a, a really a, a more than a, just a puncher's chance. I think they have a real good chance of getting out of the first round, regardless of who they're playing. And I do kind of tend to agree with uh, Bobby. I think Utah would be just fine. I mean, that they'll figure out how to get out, uh, get through a go uh, bear, uh, and and uh, you know they have some 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 good defenders that are longer. Uh, that can uh, go against guys like uh, Donovan Mitchell and that sort of group. I just I just don't think there's a there's a team there in that three four five six seven area that Mavericks have to sit there and say, well, we gotta we gotta try to angle not to play those guys. Well, I, I'll go back to 2011, and you guys remember this. Just about everybody was talking about everybody, all the other teams in the Western Conference playoffs. Nobody wanted to play the Portland Trailblazers in the first round of the playoffs. Portland just was just loaded with Brandon Roy and that group. And, and I'll tell anybody, that was the best thing that ever happened to the Mavericks, playing the Portland Trailblazers. The series went six, and after that, they played the Lakers in the second round. The Lakers were the two-time defending champions at that time, and they swept them. Went to L.A., won the first two games in L.A., and then won, uh, closed out the series in Dallas. And then they went on to win the NBA title. But I think that, like you said, don't be trying to avoid anybody. Take those tough teams on. Those tough teams are, are one that are going to make you tougher down the stretch. When you try to take the easy route out, that's how you lose games. You always want to play the tough teams because they're going to get you prepared for what's, what's headed on down the road. Last season, apparently the Clippers, I mean, reports indicate that um, they wanted to play the Mavs. Now, I don't think that either, you know, if, if it's – probably going to be one of those three teams right either utah memphis or denver um denver being the, le- the least likely can you picture either memphis or utah being like i would rather play the mavs than the nuggets or than the timberwolves or than the jazz or than the grizzlies or whoever like i can't picture 
any of the the Mavs really viable first round opponents being like, yeah, I would rather play Dallas than the other team. I, I think like Luca is like that scary. Yeah. Go ahead, Sefco. Well, I I think uh first of all, I mean Memphis is is a bit of a wild card. They are so young and and they haven't been uh to the playoffs or or at least viable threats in the playoffs for a while. Um you know, and they got uh, such a great young player in Morant and and uh, I don't I just don't think we know exactly what to make of them, but I you know, I I think the Mavericks they went up there and uh, beat them. Uh, they've stopped Memphis's winning streaks twice, I think, this year, uh, long winning streaks. And, uh, you know, that I, I don't think they would have a problem facing them uh, if that's what it came down to. Uh, but, you know, I'm, 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 saying from the, I'm saying from the opponent's perspective, like, do you think Memphis would, like, intentionally lose to drop down to fourth to play the Mavs? They lost three out of four against Dallas this year. I don't think they want to do that. <laughs> yeah, but but I, I don't think they I don't think they're gonna uh, that that group doesn't uh, have anything. I, I don't see that in their I don't see that in their psyche. I just don't think that their DNA is built like that. I think those guys are gonna go out and you know they're, they're probably thinking, hey, we're just a, a fraction behind Golden State for second. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, anything can happen still with that, with that group. And, and like you said, with Chris Paul out, and I do think he'll be back before the playoffs or, or certainly by the playoffs, um, you know, that, that we don't know how the Suns are going to react to that. Uh, but anyway, that's it's an interesting topic. I think going forward over the next few weeks, it's going to be real fun to, to, to watch the standings and scoreboard watch and all that because every game's going to take on more meaning as we go along. Speaking of more meaning, well, I don't know if this has more meaning or not, but, but uh, Luka Doncic, we, we've seen it. All three of us have watched pretty much every uh, waking moment of his time playing basketball in the last uh, three, four months. And, and, I, and I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm looking at, a, at a, uh, one of the national television shows this morning, and he was uh, uh, still 30 to 1 to win the, the MVP award. Uh, I think he was the eighth or ninth choice uh, behind a lot of, of the typical names that you you would you would guess. Eight guys ahead of him. Yes, and that's I said, problem. "What? Get, give me some of that." If I was yeah. a betting man, I'd I'd say, you know, that's worth a ten dollar bill of mine. Wow, uh, Bobby, you know, you break these things down a little more than than us old guys. Uh, where do you think? Uh, or let me ask you this: What do you think Luca has to do to get people's attention and, and make them realize, hey, this guy's been on an incredible tear. Well, I hope both of you remember way back in October, we were all sitting around the table at Gus's world-famous fried chicken in Deep Ellum, Texas. <laughs> Deep <laughs> Ellum, Texas, that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> and, uh, and Eddie, you asked, like, how could or who will be the MVP uh, of the league? And I said that if either the Mavs or the Warriors, and I said at the time, I think there's only room for one of them to make the top four. I I certainly hope I'm wrong now because the Warriors are going to be in the top four. But I said if either of those teams make the top four, then it's Luka's or Steph's to lose. But now, like, the Warriors have this great record, but Steph's numbers for him are, like, kind of paltry. You know, his efficiency is way down. Meanwhile, Luka's turning into, like, 05, 06 Kobe the last couple weeks. He's just scoring 50 on everybody. Um 
And so, you know, if he keeps playing like that or anything close to that level and Dallas can overtake Utah, um, I think he'll have a shot. But the trick about that is, you know, all of the Mavs' wins, if they are going to pass Utah, they're going to have to win a lot of games. And they're playing basically half their remaining schedule is against teams that are currently, like, way above 500. They have a very tough schedule. So if the Mavs do win enough to overtake Utah, it's also going to mean that they're going to have a lot of wins against good teams, and a lot of those games are on national TV. So, like, I think that Luka can kind of keep the momentum train rolling if they just get some wins. You know, they go on that East Coast trip. They play, like, Boston, Philly, Brooklyn. All those games are on national TV. Like, if they clean sweep those games and Luka's averaging 35 per, I mean, I, I think it could uh, it could kind of take care of itself. But at this point... I don't know, Embiid, Jokic, Giannis. Like, there's a bunch of really – Steph, obviously. There's a bunch of really viable candidates, I think. Yeah, and, and I, I want to I make it clear that I, the only thing I remember about that day back early in the season was the chicken. Uh, but I'm pretty okay. sure I had uh, – I was already on board with Joel Embiid. I remember that well, clear as bell. So, I, I know I already oh, had – Oh, okay, sure, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure about that. Anyway, uh, Dwayne – uh, what, what what's your thoughts on the uh, the MVP race? I only have five, and one of these five is going to win. I don't care what anybody says on any TV show or radio show. It's either going to be MB, Giannis, Jokic, Steph, or Luka. It's going to be one of those five. It's not going to be anybody else. If it's anybody else, then whoever votes don't need to be voting anymore. It's going to be one <laughs> of those five. I guarantee. Yeah. And the fact that that the Mavericks have 16 of the remaining 23 games against teams that are, would be in the play-in tournament if it started today. If Luka plays the way he's been playing here these last three or four weeks, he's got a great shot of winning it. The only thing that could derail it is the fact that everybody's going to be talking about James Harden with the Sixers and uh, Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons and then Durant coming back with the Nets. That's going to be all the talk in the NBA. We all know that. That's that's the way they roll on national TV. Well, let me say this. Uh, you know, I, I I wouldn't bet against your your five uh, favorites. I, I I mean, that's I think you're probably right on that. The one guy you better watch for though, and this have and this can happen. That? What, what if Memphis just continues to blow through people, and all of a sudden they move up to two, or maybe even threaten number one? And that cat, John Moran, is going nuts like he's been going. He's going to be in the. He's going to be in the conversation. I he's just not say that. He's probably he's not, not going to win. He's probably. Or not DeRozan win. in Chicago. DeRozan, if if Chicago stays number one or like is able to get to number one, it's like them or Miami right now. But Dwayne, do you think? Uh, do you think Harden in Philly like is that no. going to affect Embiid's numbers at all? Because Harden just touches it so much. Like, do you think Embiid's going to keep scoring 30, 40 every night? I think Hart's going to go in there and prove that he can be a, a pure point guard and not a point guard that, that's looking for his points. I think he's going to he's going to want to he's going to want to win the fans over. And by that, yeah, he's going to get his twenty points, twenty twenty five points. But he's going to have to feed him beat the ball. You can't come in there and and try to take over and play like he was in Houston. That's not going to happen because uh, the the fans in Philly would boo him right out of the stadium, right out of the arena. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But as been fully hard like they bullied Simmons, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just saying that I'm, I'm with all you guys because I'm, what I'm getting from all of this is that it's still an open, uh, an open discussion. It's not Embiid's uh, free and clear right now, although he is the favorite just because of the numbers he's put up and 
and how well they've done. But uh, you know, it it it's still a little bit a, a little bit fluid in my eyes. Uh, but you got to remember who's voting, Eddie. I always go back to the guys that have voted. I mean, not taking anything away from Steve Nash. He wanted that one year. I thought Shaq was going to win it. Nash had like, what, 15, 16 points? I mean, I don't know if anybody ever won the award with, uh, with that few points. Yeah, he had a lot of assists and all that, but that was a stunner that he won. He went back to back. But the one, one of the years that he won it, everyone thought Shaq was going to win it that year. So I just don't think just knowing some of the writers who do the voting and the, and and the, their theory on why they vote for certain guys, I can't see John Morant winning it, and I can't see DeRozan winning it. Well, fair enough. I got a I got a, a an off the wall question for both of you, and I'm wondering how much attention are you going to pay to the Washington Wizards and Kristaps Porzingis when he starts playing to, this weekend, assuming he plays uh, this weekend. They're on league pass, right? <laughs> Isn't everybody? <laughs> I watch. You know, I like KP. You know, KP was a good. He was good to me. He was a good guy. You know, I I, I only wish he could have stayed healthy. You know, he's been hurt every every season in his entire career, and I feel bad for him because I thought this was going to be his year that he was going to step up and, you know, yeah, maybe not play eighty two games, but you know, play seventy or seventy five and. It's just not going to happen. You know, I feel bad for him, but I will be watching him. I'll check him out. Mavs, of course, play the Wizards here in uh, a few weeks. Feels like like April 1st or April 2nd or something, if not even before that. So we'll get to see him, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I figured there, because like Beal is done for the rest of the year. I think they're still trying to make the play in anyway, though. I mean, they still have Kuzma. They still got some players. So like, you know, there's a chance that they're going to be playing some high leverage games. And if the Wizards do go up against any of the teams the Mavs are competing with for playoff positioning in the West, then uh, we'll all be big, big, big Wizards fans for like <laughs> three hours. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely watch. I think KP's going to get a bunch of shots the rest of the year. He's probably going to have some really big games. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see how Wes Unseld uses him. Um, you know, they play through him a lot more, or is he still going to be spacing the floor? I'm just, I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, Washington's who are their guards fun. though? Who's going to be handling the ball? Yeah, it's just a weird team. Uh, they, you know, they, they, they didn't really have a, a point guard other than Spencer when Spencer was there. So uh, yeah, now Beal is out, so that's that's both guards. I mean, I guess like Denny Avdia can run some offense. KCP. I mean, I don't know. Uh, point, point, uh, point, Kristaps. Let him just give him the ball and get out of the way. Let him. That's hit. right. That's right. Let's go. Isn't it that Neto guy? Oh, Howell yeah. Neto? Yeah, another point guard on the team. Yeah. He'll feed KP. They still got uh, Ismith on there. First of all, you guys know a lot more Wizards than I do. Uh, <laughs> We're doing our homework, Eddie. Yeah, the Eastern Conference, uh, you know. I'll I'll look at their roster, you know, a few games before uh, the Mavericks play them. That, that, that'd, that'd be good. Um, okay, so uh, Bobby, I refresh my memory. Were you up in Cleveland for the All Star Weekend? I was not. Were either of y'all? I was no. not. Was no, we 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 uh, we did not get the the opportunity to go up there. And and actually, for the for the actual game, uh, I, that that's fine. I had no desire to go go and watch a game, but but. 
let's touch on the 75th anniversary team for a minute. Uh, that's one of those moments in NBA history that, uh, and Dwayne and I both were at the 50th uh, anniversary team back in 90, uh, what was it, 96, 97. And that was, I mean, that was just a fabulous moment to be part of. And, and, and uh, you know, Jason Kidd talked a little bit about it today, and, and, and we'll have that story up on Mavs.com shortly. Um, what, what do you guys think about the, that whole, uh, regardless of whether you agree of who got added to the, to the 50 original guys, uh, that whole scene and, and how it, uh, how it happened and, and, and what kind of, what kind of moment it was for, for this league? Well, I'm still trying to figure out how Clay Thompson was left off. I mean, this is, I mean, yeah, I know, uh, Steph Curry is, is probably the greatest shooter of all time, but I guarantee you Clay's in that top five. He's somewhere in that top five, and he can't be one of the top 75 greatest of all time. Something's wrong. He should be on that list somewhere. And it was interesting that it was only uh, two uh, uh, international players, you know, Dirk and Giannis. I thought it would be more. I thought it would be, you know, five or six more. What happened to Ginobili? You know, I thought he, he could have made that list. Or perhaps even uh, Tony Parker, you know. Uh, I'm I'm surprised. Like I say, when guys sit down and do they voting, I'm wondering what's going on in their minds and do they have any personal vendettas against certain guys that I'm not going to vote for him because he stiffed me on the interview or whatever. You know what I mean? Because I those guys I just mentioned, I think they should have been on that list. Dwayne is out here campaigning for Spurs players. What is going on? <laughs> I'm just complaining for great players. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was really cool. I mean, as the as the resident young man on this podcast, no offense. Um, you know, during the, we take, the we take offense <laughs> during the 50 year. I mean, I was like five or six years old. I'm sure there's you know going to be people listening to this that were not alive 25 years ago. So, um, you know, this was kind of my first. I've seen Hall of Fame inductions and things like that, but I mean, very rarely do we ever get a collection of players that large all in one spot, you know, especially in a, in kind of a, a situation or in a scenario where they're like being honored, you know, a lot of the times it feels like, you know, we see, we see Barkley, for example, on TV and Reggie Miller, and they're like criticizing players all the time. Like there's a, it feels like, um, it feels like in the NBA, a lot of players talk, they talk trash about other players because they're competitors, you know, that I'm better than this guy. I'm better than that guy. But then to see all of the players that made the team there celebrating all of the other players that made the team there. It was just a bunch of goodwill. It was just a bunch of good vibes. Uh, you know, like to Dwayne's point, Giannis, you know, after after the game, I thought he gave one of my favorite quotes I've ever heard about, like, how much it meant to him to be with Dirk on this team as one of the two European players to make it. And then also uh, Hakeem, you know, uh, making it as well. You know, Giannis kind of is the player that is able to sort of bridge Africa and Europe from a basketball standpoint. And so for him to be on the team with those two guys, you know, is, is pretty awesome. Um, so I just what thought it was a really Joker cool too? celebration. What's what up? about the Joker also? How come he didn't make it? Oh, Jokic? I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think it's kind of weird that he would not make it, but Dame would or Mello. I guess Mello scored a lot of points, but like Dame would make it over Jokic because Jokic won an MVP, but Jokic will be on the next one, I'm sure. But, um, 
yeah, I just thought it was really cool to see all those guys together and how like much they all sort of revered each other. Um, seeing like Dirk stand next to like Jerry Lucas, I th- just thought that was really cool. I mean, this is like guys played 20, 30 years apart from one another, um, all together celebrating each other. And I, I just thought it was really nice. I'm, I thought it was awesome that MJ made it, that he was, you know, that he was last, got the loudest ovation by far. Like, I just thought the whole thing was really cool. Um, I think the NBA, you know, does a pretty good job of celebrating superstars from today. But outside of like Magic Bird and MJ, I'm not sure how many of those other 75 players the average NBA fan would even know. So, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, young people like me got to learn a thing or two about some of these guys. And uh, that can only help that can only help the league and the history of the league, I think. Who's on your Mount Rushmore, uh, Seth Coe? My Mount Rushmore? Uh, for for the uh, NBA uh, in all of NBA history, yeah. Uh, uh, well, this is gonna the first name I'm gonna throw out is gonna gonna you're gonna probably both laugh at this one, but Wilt, is, Wilt is on the on Mount Rushmore. Uh, Michael is on Mount Rushmore. Um, okay, beyond that, it gets a little hairy. Uh, you know, he's gonna probably, say Barkley, Dwayne. He's gonna say Barkley. I, I thought yeah. he was gonna say <laughs> give, give me a minute to think about that, but let me say one thing. Uh, back to the, the the 75th anniversary team. I mean, I was lucky enough to be there for the 50th anniversary team, and I wish I'd have been there this year. But but it was nice to see it. Uh, you know, on 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 the how the television uh, uh, handled it and uh, the coverage was great. Uh, and Dwayne, uh, I'd send you off at much better odds of getting to see the 100th uh, anniversary team than me. Uh, you know, we all know how badly I've lived life. So, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've probably had more beer than, than you know, all, all two of you put together, plus, you know, double it. Uh, anyway. Um, hey, let me tell you this, Seth. Go ahead. Go ahead, though. Well, I, I'm going to fill out my Mount Rushmore. It's Wilt. Uh, it's Michael. Um, I, 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 I think Magic Johnson did so much for this league, but I can't put him on. I got to go with with uh, Kobe. Uh, and that last one is, is just so tough, but I guess LeBron's going to have to be my default uh, player uh, on it. So uh, take, shot, take shots at me if you want for, for Wilt, but he made this thing. He changed the rules time and time again because nobody could, could deal with him so uh you are a good man that's that's my same four seriously it's mj kobe will and lebron in that order too by the way in that <laughs> order mj kobe wilt and lebron that's who i got and let me let me tell you my uh and Dwayne, you're brilliant <laughs> let me tell you my 50th greatest all-star weekend story from 25 years ago uh, something happened to my plane, so I only had time to grab my luggage, throw it down in the room, and go to the media availability when these 50, all these 50 greatest players were under one roof. Obviously, at that time, Pistol Pete Mavericks had passed away, but his son was there. I don't think Shaq was there and Jerry West, but the other 47 were there in that for that media availability. So I had threw my luggage down, Bobby, and went to this media availability with these great players. Then I get back to the room and long story short, I opened up my luggage. I got the wrong luggage. 
There's these no. platform Bootsy Collins shoe, high heel shoe, platform shoes in there with the Bootsy Collins outfit that's red, green, and yellow. I say, this is not my luggage. Wait a minute. That sounds exactly like what Dwayne wears. So. Yeah, dude. Why didn't you throw that on and take it to the game? Come on. <laughs> I had some, you know, you know, you pick luggage up sometimes it looks alike and all that. So I had picked up the wrong luggage and the airline had been trying to get in contact with me. Long story short, I finally got it about three or four hours later. Got my leg. I was worried about my suits. I don't want these platform shoes and these boosting cars outfit. <laughs> so that's my all star weekend story from 25 right. years ago. <laughs> all right, be honest, be honest now, Dwayne. Be very, very honest here. Did you try the high heels on? <laughs> did you at least did you at least slip them on to see hey, how these gonna look? Hey, it was a nice color though. They were just size ten though. <laughs> That's the only reason why, because they didn't fit. He checked the size first. That's the only reason why. I said, like, "This is incredible." <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you'd wear them to a game against whatever Portland. <laughs> then I'd be seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. I, mean, I know. I know you only get room for four, but I'm surprised that neither of you guys included Bill Russell. Well, he won eleven titles in thirteen years, but you know. He, he was on, speaking of an all-star team, he was on a Hall of Fame team. You know, he had a lot to do with it and all that, but, you mm. know, you can make a case for him, but. Yeah, well, I, there's always going to be snubs, too. No Magic, no Bird, you know, there, no Dirk. Right. I mean, this this league is what it is because of Magic, Bird, and David Stern. I mean, that was the group that that spearheaded everything that is now. Now, Michael took it to another level. We We know that he's the one who took the baton and, and and said, hey, we can even be more than this. But those two guys brought it from the 70s, Dwayne. You remember what the 70s were like. Uh, it, it, it was not good for the NBA. I mean, uh, their, their finals were on tape delayed, much less, you know. It, it, was, it was just a bad, it was just a bad league and, and nobody was watching it. You had a TV show, Dallas, with J.R. Ewing come on Friday night. The NBA finals come on Friday night. They were not going to interrupt JRU in Dallas. So the NBA Finals, they it was, the game was played, but you didn't see it on TV till after the news went off at 10:30. Can you imagine doing that today? They would break the internet if they tape showed the NBA Finals on tape delay today. Maybe the 06 Finals is like the NBA's revenge on <laughs> Dallas for uh, for bumping them to tape delay. But hey, I'm uh, I think uh, I think the next dunk contest might be aired on tape delay. We might not be better off for it. <laughs> They got to do something with that, man. Just cut out all the misses, man. Edit me together a nice five-minute package, and let's just show that thing during our commercial break. Yeah, that was bad. I don't understand why, you know, guys like LeBron never got in it. I mean, is he afraid he's going to lose? I mean, it's okay to lose, but all the great ones did it. Dominique, Jordan, Dr. J, all the great dunkers got in there, and LeBron just won't do it and never will do it, but he'll probably convince his son to do it when he gets in if he makes it to the NBA. You know, but he's going to make yeah. it to the NBA, Dwayne. LeBron yeah. will make sure of that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Since since you brought that up, Dwayne, I got a I got an interesting question. And since he's a high schooler, we can talk about him. What, what kind of odds would you put on the Mavericks ending up with Bronny? Uh, I'm I'm gonna leave that alone because uh, <laughs> I don't want to get fined. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it all depends on. Um, if we have a first round draft pick that year or not? That's a yeah. long way. Was that two years away, three years away, whatever it is? 
It'd be yeah, 2023. Something like that. But, uh, you know, it would be a package deal. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not saying what the other part of the package would be, but uh, most people could probably figure it out. Uh, but, uh, you know, that, that wouldn't I've be never a bad seen him play. I'm, I don't know if he can play. I heard he can, but I've never seen him play. Well, I, I kind of like the gene pool he's got working for him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know some father-son duos that uh, didn't work out too good, including the, the number one guy on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other story because, uh, <laughs> you know, there's 20,000 reasons I'm not going to go to that to that one. So. <laughs> yeah. Mavs need to save their trade demo to get Dirk's kids. Right, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Although that's not for another, like, 15 years. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, what what else do we got going? Uh, Dwayne, have you had any uh, really good barbecue in the last uh, couple weeks? Actually, no. I just been going to the same one. I was gonna go to the Hutchins over here in uh, in uh, Frisco, but man, it must have been. I don't know what happened over there. I, I got like within, I guess, five blocks, and that was like police cars and ambulances and everything over there near the entranceway. So I never did make it over there. It was so, so much chaos going. So I didn't get a chance to make it. So I had, haven't had barbecue in a minute, maybe a month or so. Hard to beat Hutchins. Uh, the one in McKinney is my go-to and, uh, other than a couple of local places out here in the middle of, uh, of, uh, Nevada, Texas, uh, the greater Nevada, Texas area. Bobby, oh, yeah. how about you? Heart I'm eight. sorry. I went to heartache. My bad. Heart Aid over here in the colony. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Actually, I did go to the heart of the original Heart Aid in Stephenville uh, a month or two ago, and uh, it's still really reliable. Anybody who says uh, any different is, is uh, you know, they'll have to fight me on that one. What about you, Bobby? You got you had anything good to eat lately? Uh, well, I finally this wasn't this wasn't a reason. This was probably a couple months ago, but I finally made it out to um, Heim Barbecue. So the original one I think is in Fort Worth, but they just opened a new one, like pretty recently, uh, right over by Love Field. It's like on Mockingbird, and uh, it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. It was my first time ever having burnt ends, and oh my god, they were really good. Tasted just like candy. They were absolutely delicious. Um, I've been missing out my whole life. But uh, I need to go to the what's the what's the place? You one of y'all always say it. It's over like it's like east of here. It's like something shack. Baby back shack. I was getting ready Baby to say back shack. Man. Oh, Dwayne, I'm talking about that. I need to go on an acre. You gotta go, man. I need I, to go out one. I put it to you this way: We all love the police. I mean, they do a great job all over the United States. They know where to eat. Man, you always see the police in Baby Back Shack. <laughs> oh wow. And then uh, I can I can I hawk one other new place local local place uh, mm -hmm. small business place called Invasion over on um, Invasion. Haskell and like Washington kind of like by the hospitals uh, by the medical district or not medical district like the street but like over in Deep Ellum um, kind of East Dallas Invasion chicken sandwiches mm -hmm. really really good really really good. I got you another small one for you. Fantastically good chicken. I got another small one for you uh, over in uh, Plano. It's called Grub Burger Bar. G-R-U-B Burger Bar. Small little place. That salmon sandwich is off the chain. Salmon and sandwich, interesting. Salmon sandwich off the chain. And also, 
the vegan sandwiches off the chain. And guess what the name oh, of the vegan oh, sandwich oh, is? Oh, you're you're vegan, vegan now? No, 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 no. No, Eddie, you got, I don't know if you had it. It tastes just like a regular hamburger. It really does. You can't even tell the difference. And guess what the name of it is? I gave you one guess. Each one of you guys one guess. A the vegan Dwayne. hamburger. Yeah, a vegan. Yeah, it's called a vegan burger. And guess what the name of it is? If you get it wrong, I'm going to be upset. It's right on your lips. You can get it right. I guarantee you can get the name of this right. The name of the vegan sandwich at Grub Burger Bar is Sefco. Nothing. You lost me at vegan. I don't know. No, it, it, you you don't. It, it tastes just like a regular hamburger. It really does. Is it called Sefco? The Sefco Burger? You close. Is it's it called, called the Eddie Burger? It's called Maverick. Ah. It is. That's the name of it. Off the chain. Eddie, that means you got to get one, man. I promise you wouldn't even know it's vegan. Because truth be told, it tastes just like a regular hamburger. It really How did does. you feel after you ate it? I've never had like an impossible meat. That's my first time ever having one. I said, this, this is what vegan is? I thought it was a regular hamburger. It tastes yeah. just the same. Did you feel okay yeah. after? Like, did you feel like you just ate weird stuff? Or like, did you feel okay? No, felt fine. Just like I ate a regular burger. You know how when you eat a frog leg or fried chicken, you can't tell the difference? That's or gator. Thing. You had never heard of frog leg? No, no. Uh, I said or, or gator uh, meat. I love gator meat. Frog First leg and fried chicken taste just alike. This is like the big Eddie, you don't knock it till you try it, man. I used to I used to be the same way. I ain't eating that stuff. Off the chain, self coat tastes like a regular hamburger. Oh, I've had a Boca burger in my, my time, and then you know, <laughs> it's highly overrated. It's uh, a Mavic uh, burger, though. So you just got you gotta uh, taste it just because of that. Some of the best, some of the best food that you'll ever get. You know, let's not overthink it. Just go to Hooters, get you a burger and some wings, <laughs> and and have a, have a couple of beers and and enjoy it. And and if you're gonna have a crazy food, have crazy food. Just don't don't make try to make it healthy. Good <laughs> Don't try to make it healthy. you crazy. I do uh, have one. Uh, we've gone completely <laughs> off the rails here. So uh, <laughs> let, let's uh, let's uh. Tease, tease that uh, our next podcast is going to come in a, in a week or so, uh, and we'll have a good idea of what the playoffs are going to look like by then. So, um, you know, I'm going to give Dwayne and Bobby one last shot here to, to talk about anything that ain't vegan hamburgers. <laughs> by the way, I, I do like this about the Mavericks. Last year, they only held 14 opponents under 100 points. This year, they've already done that 24 times, and they 20 and 4 in those cases. And that's that's telling me they could have been doing this years before, but there, there was no focus on that. Jason Kidd, you know, as you know, you can't win tall unless you, 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 get, you can get stopped. That's the one thing I always used to like about the Chicago Bulls back in the day. If their shots wasn't falling, they could roll up their sleeves and say, okay, nobody's going to score tonight because they had Robin, they had Jordan, they had Pippen, they had uh, Ron Harper, they had some of the best defenders out there. And that's what I like about this Mavericks team. They're playing defense this year. As long as you can play defense, you're going to be in some games and you got a chance to win. I think, uh, you know, the Mavs schedule the next couple weeks, first six games out of the break are very tough. Two against Utah, two against Golden State. Y'all talked about that earlier. Utah and Denver, meanwhile, very easy first six to eight to ten games out of the break. And so... Would not surprise me if we wake up a week or two from now and Dallas is in sixth place and not fourth. Um, the Mavs could be in fourth for all we know, but um, anything can happen. 
But if Denver and Utah pass the Mavs, it might just be temporary. Denver's schedule heats up a little bit later on. So just relax, pump the brakes on the panic. It's a 23-game sprint, but it is 23 games. So uh, that's my kind of, I guess, pre- uh, What's the word? What's the word? Anticipatory, kind of preemptive sort of uh, plea for patience here. Let's just let it play out and see how see how it goes. First six games are very tough. After that, lightens up a little bit. Well, that's a lot of big words for some simple guys like me and Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, what I would say is and I, I'm never going to disparage, uh, you know, the, 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 the defense that's been played at this uh, at this uh, organization. There was a coach about uh, 11 years ago who got enough defense out of these guys to win a championship. And uh, so don't act like Rick Carlisle didn't didn't stress defense when it, when it, when he had the people who could play some defense. They did. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'll leave it at that and say that uh, I, I am very impressed with the way this team has uh, has has kind of uh, made its identity. Now we know what it is. Uh, you know, they can stop some people. and. And that's that's a good thing. And uh, somebody, please stop me. You're stopped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for the senior old boys on this uh, on this podcast. For Bobby Corrala and Dwayne Price, I'm Eddie Sefko. Uh, good luck, everybody out there. Stay stay warm and and don't slip on the ice. <laughs>